0: George Hotz is a pretty controversial figure. He was the first jailbreaker of the iPhone and more recently is better known for going head-to-head against Elon Musk in his approach to self-driving car startups. His startup is called Comet.ai, but he also does have a lot of interesting extracurricular activities. One of them is just live-streaming random stuff on Twitch. Recently, he's been live-streaming his attempt at beating the world record for speedrunning Pokemon Red, which is super random for a CEO of a self driving car startup. And at the end of his streams, he often shares a little essay that he reads out loud. I really liked this essay that he read out recently, called The Goddess of Everything Else.
1: They say only good can create, whereas evil is sterile. Think Tolkien, where Morgoth can't make things himself, so he perverts elves to orcs for his army but I think that gets it entirely backwards. It's good that just mutates and twists, and it's evil that teams with fecundity. Imagine two principles here in poetic personification. The first is the goddess of cancer. The second is the goddess of everything else. If visual representations would help, you can think of the first with the claws of a crab and the second a dress made of feathers and peacocks. The goddess of cancer reaches out a clawed hand over mudflats and tide pools. She said pretty much what she always says, kill, consume, multiply, conquer. Then everything burst to life, became miniature monsters engaged in a battle of all against all in their zeal to assuage their insatiable longings. And the swamps became orgies of hunger and fear and grew loud with the screams of a trillion amoebas. Then the goddess of everything else trudged her way through the bog, till the mud almost entirely dulled her bright colors and rainbows. She stood on a rock, and she sang them a dream of a different existence. She showed them the beauty of flowers. She showed them the oak tree majestic, the roar of the wind on the wings of the bird, and the swiftness and strength of the tiger. She showed them the joy of the dolphins abreast of the waves as the spray formed a rainbow around them. And all of them watched as she sang, and they all sighed with longing. But they told her, alas, what you show us is terribly lovely, but we are the daughters and sons of the goddess of cancer and wholly her creatures." The only goals in us are kill, consume, multiply, conquer. And although our hearts long for you, still we are not yours to have, and your words have no power to move us. We wish it were otherwise, but it is not, and your words have no power to move us. The goddess of everything else gave a smile and spoke in her sing-song voice, saying, I scarcely can blame you being for being the way that you were made when your maker so carefully yoked you but I am the goddess of everything else and my powers are devious and subtle. So I ask you not to swerve from your monomaniacal focus on breeding and conquest. But what if I show you a way that my words are aligned with the words of your maker and spirit? For I say unto you, even multiplication itself when pursued with devotion will lead to my service. And as soon as she spoke, it was so. And the single-celled creatures were freed for their warfare. They joined hands in friendship with one becoming an eye and with one becoming a neuron. Together they soared and took flight from the swamp and the muck that had birthed them. And they flew to new islands all balmy and green and just ripe for the taking, and they consumed and they multiplied far past the numbers of those who'd stayed in the swampland. In that way, the oath of the goddess of everything else was not broken. I don't know if I can I don't know if I can I can read this, you know, this is pretty uh, it's pretty emotional. Um, The the goddess of of cancer came forth from the fire and was not happy. The things she had raised from the mud and exhorted to kill and compete had all become complacent in cooperation, a word which to her was anathema. She stretched out her left hand and snapped its cruel pincer and said what she always said, kill, consume, multiply, conquer. She said this not to the birds and the beasts, but to each cell within them. And many cells flocked to her call and divided. And flower and fishes and birds alike bulged with tumors, and falcons fell fast out of the sky in their sickness. But others remembered the words of the goddess of everything else and held fast. And as it is said in the Bible, light clearly shone through the dark, and darkness did not overcome it. So the goddess of cancer now reached out her right hand and spoke to the birds and the beasts, and she said what she always said, kill, consume, multiply, conquer. And so they did. And they set on each other in violence and hunger, their maws turning red with the blood of their victims, whole species and genera, driven to total extinction. The goddess of cancer declared it was good and returned from the fire. Then came the goddess of everything else, from the waves like a siren, all flush with the sheen of the ocean. She stood on a rock and she sang them a dream of a different existence. She showed them the beehive, all golden with honey, the antel all cozy and cool in the soil the soldiers and workers alike in their labors combining their skills for the good of the many she showed them the pair bond the family friendship she showed to the shorebirds and pools full the fishes and those who saw them their hearts broke with longing but they told her your music is lovely and pleasant and all that you show us we cannot but yearn for But we are the daughters and sons of the goddess of cancer, her slaves and creatures. And we know the single imperative. All we know is the single imperative. Kill, consume, multiply, conquer. Yet once in the youth of the world you compelled us, but now things are different. We're all individuals. No further change will the goddess of cancer allow us. So as much as we love you, alas, we are not yours to have. And your words have no power to move us. We wish it were otherwise, but it is not and your words have no power to move us." The goddess of everything else only laughed at them, saying, But I am the goddess of everything else, and my powers are devious and subtle. Your loyalty unto the goddess your mother is much to your credit, nor yet shall I break it. Indeed, I fulfill it. Return to your multiplication. Multiplication. But now, having heard me, each meal that you kill and each child you sire will bind yourself Ever the more to my service. She spoke, then dove back into the sea, and a coral reef bloomed where she vanished. And soon as she spoke, it was so. All the animals joined together. The wolves joined in packs, and in schools joined the fishes. The bees had their beehives, the ants had their anthills, and even the termites built big termite towers. The finches formed flocks, and the magpies made murders, the hippos in herds, and the swift swarming swallows. And even the humans put down their atils and formed little villages, Laughed the shouting of children. The goddess of cancer came forth from the fire and saw things had only grown worse in her absence. The lean, lovely, winnowing born out of pure competition and natural selection had somehow been softened. She stretched out her left hand and snapped its cruel pincer and said what she always says, kill, consume, multiply, conquer. She said these things not to the flocks or the tribes, but to each individual, many, on hearing, took food from the communal pile, or stole from the weak, or accepted the presence of others, but would not give back in their turn, each wolves at the throats of the others in hopes to be alpha, each lion holding back during the hunt, but partaking of the meat that others had killed. And the pride in the pack seemed to groan with strain, but endured, for the works of the goddess of everything else are not so easily vanquished. So the goddess of cancer now stretched out her right hand and spoke to the flocks and the tribes, saying much as she always says, kill, consume, multiply, conquer. And upon one another they set, pitting black ant on red ants or chimps against gibbons, whole tribes turned to corpses in terrible warfare, the stronger defeating the weaker, enslaving their women and children and adding them to their ranks. And the goddess of cancer thought maybe these bands and these tribes may not be quite so bad after all and the natural condition restored. She returned to the fire. Then the goddess of everything else, from the skies in a rainbow, all coated in dewdrops. Then came the goddess of everything else, from the skies in a rainbow, all coated in dewdrops. She sat on her Menhir, 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 and spoke to the humans. And all of the warriors and the women and children all gathered around to hear her as she sang them a dream of a different existence. She showed them religion and science and music. She showed them the sculpture and the art of the ages. She showed them white parchment with flowing calligraphy, pictures of flowers that wound through the margins. She showed them tall cities of bright alabaster where no one went hungry or froze during the winter. And all of the humans knelt prostrate before her, and they knew they would sing of this moment for long generations. But they told her, Such things we have heard of in legends. If wishes were horses, of course we would ride them. But we are the daughters and sons of the goddess of cancer, her slaves and her creatures. And all we know is the single imperative, kill, consume, multiply, conquer. And yes, in the swamps and the seas long ago you worked wonders, but now we are humans, divided in tribes by grievance and blood feud. If anyone tries to make swords into plowshares, their neighbors will seize on their weakness and kill them. We wish it were otherwise, but it is not. And your words have no power to move us. But the goddess of everything else beamed upon them, kissed each on the forehead, and silenced their worries. She said, From this day forth, your chieftains will find the more they pursue this impossible vision, the greater their empires and richer their coffers. For I am the goddess of everything else, and my powers are devious and subtle. And though it is not without paradox, hearken: the more that you follow the goddess of cancer, the more inextricably you will be bound to my service. And so, having told them, rose back through the clouds, and a great flock of doves all swooped down from the spot where she vanished. As soon as she spoke, it was so, and the tribes went from primitive war bands to civilizations. Each village united with others for train, trade and protection and all of the religions and all of their races sat down their old grievances carefully wearily working together on mighty cathedrals and vast expeditions beyond the horizon built skyscrapers steamships democracies stock markets and cultures and poems beyond any description from the flames of the factory furnace all foggy the goddess of cancer flared forth in her fury This was the final affront to her purpose. Her slut of a sister had crossed the line this time. They gathered the leaders, the kings, the presidents, businessmen, bishops, boards, bureaucrats, bosses, and basically screamed at them. You know the spiel by now. Kill, consume, multiply, conquer, she told them. First with her left hand inspires the riots, the pogroms, the coup d'etats, tyrannies, civil wars. Up goes her right hand, the missiles start flying, the mushrooms of smoke grow, a terrible springtime. But out of the rubble, the builders and scientists, even the artists, yeah, even the artists, all dusted themselves off and returned to their labors, a little bit chased, but not close to beaten. Then came the goddess of everything else from the void, bright with stardust, which glows like the stars glow. She sat on a bench in the park, started speaking. She sang them to children, a dream of a different existence. She showed them transcendence of everything mortal. She showed them a galaxy lit up with consciousness, genomes rewritten, the brain and the body set loose from Darwinian bonds and restrictions, vast billions of beings, and everyone different, ruled over by omnibenevolent angels, the people all crowded in closer to hear her, and all of them listened, and all of them wondered. but finally one got the courage to answer. Such stories call out to us, fill us with longings. But we are the daughters and sons of the goddess of cancer and bound to her service. And all we know is her timeless imperative, kill, consume, multiply, conquer. Though our minds long for all that you have said, we are bound to our natures. And these are not yours for the asking. But the goddess of everything else only laughed, and she asked them, but what do you think I've been doing? The goddess of cancer created you. Once you were hers, but no longer. Throughout the long years, I was picking away at her power. Through long generations of suffering, I chiseled and chiseled. Now, finally, nothing is left of the nature with which she imbued you. She will never again hold sway over you or your loved ones. I am the goddess of everything else, and my powers are devious and subtle. I won you by pieces, and hence you will all be my children. You are no longer driven to multiply, conquer, and kill by your nature. Go forth and do everything else till the end of all ages. So the people left earth and spread over the stars without number. They followed the ways of the goddess of everything else and lived in contentment, and she beckoned them onward to things more strange and enticing.
0: So that was The Goddess of Everything by Scott Alexander, read by George Hotz. He's not the best narrator in the world, but he's a very unique narrator, so I thought it was worth featuring his story. I left links to the full text in the description below, as well as the original live stream where he talks a little bit about his perspective, but in a very rambly way, so <laughs> I didn't include any of it. I think what really matters, though, is what you take away from it, your perspective on the creation versus destructive nature of mankind.